Thanks for listening to this episode of the Shooting Jays podcast. I'm Jessica Snee, alongside my co-host, Stephen Thompson. What a game, Steve, huh? Incredible. I mean, they looked good in game one. You know, you were hoping for that same type of effort. And game two, really, I mean, to me, it didn't start out great. The first quarter, they sucked for the most part. And yeah, they talk were horrible. About, you can, yeah, you can talk about the bench. <laughs> Yeah, once they put that bench in, that's when they started clawing back. I mean, I think it was like, what was it? Grant, Cantor, uh, Langford, Wanamaker, and Tatum. That's the line that went on the run. <laughs> Freaking Crazy. Wanamaker, yeah. He had a good game yesterday, though. He oh, I give well. him credit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'll, I'll give him credit when it's due. Yeah. You know? They were shooting the three well too. Uh, they had like eight. I think I saw it was like eight threes in sixteen minutes, first sixteen minutes of the game. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. The bench definitely stepped up. You know, everybody thought we were done. the The bench doesn't think so. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just waiting for their turn, which is and they're all like they're rookies and young players. You know, that's what I. They're getting that playoff time. Yeah, Grant Williams knocked down a couple of threes, so he looks pretty good. <laughs> I know. I hate when he shoots threes. I get so nervous, but he hit the first one. I was, like, up out of my seat. No joke. <laughs> and do you know, I there's um, where there was a stat. Where am yeah, I trying to find a stat? So, yeah, so we know that Tatum had eight threes in a game. Uh, in the game, sorry. Yeah. And he so he went uh, eight for 12. Okay. Cantor, listen to this stat though. Cantor, Romeo, Semi, Grant, and Javante went seven for eight on threes. Jesus. <laughs> if that happens, if they, they do that every single game, the Celtics can win it all. I mean, that's ridiculous. I mean, they weren't missing. Mm-mm. No. Yeah, would they finish up with the bench, like 40, 45 points, something like that? Yeah, I, yeah, it was crazy. It was they really stepped up, and that I love that. You know, even like I don't like like to look ahead, but even if we don't win it this year, you know, looking ahead to next year, these are important minutes. They're showing that they can play with the best teams. It's only going to help them get better next year. Absolutely, and it's kind of a way too to for Brad to figure out what he's got. You know, exactly. Yeah. Great exactly. point. Yeah, it's. Yeah, they're, so, they're coming into their own. I mean, it's almost like they let Embiid go nuts in the be- beginning just to wear himself out. Yeah, yeah, because he's done by that by that yeah. like midway through like the second quarter, he's done. Mm-hmm. You know, and they just don't have the firepower around them. I mean, Josh Richards brought uh, Josh Richardson. You know, Tobias Harris has been horrible. Um, Al Horford. You know what I mean? They've all been they've been horrible. Do you know that Philly? is paying a combined $289 million for Tobias Harris and Al Horford, and combined they're averaging 19 points a game. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah, I feel bad for Al's sister. Like, she's she's going nuts on Twitter. I like her. She's pretty funny, and – yeah, she is. I actually wrote a couple funny tweets that I saw from Sixers fans after the game, 
and I had one of hers down and she said, when she said, maybe we could get Brad Stevens to coach a few plays for us. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I mean, Brett Brown's gone. Like you can tell him he hates him. Like I literally was just going to say that he's got to be gone. Yeah. But you know what? Even if they let him go, that team needs to be broken up somehow. They're not going to, because Embiid can do his thing, but Simmons is not a shooter. And mm. they need a, they need shooters around Embiid. So if, but which way would they go? Would they keep Embiid and try to get shooters or would they keep Simmons and, you know, which way would they go if they split it up? I'm not sure, but. Um, if it was me, I would get rid of Embiid because it's a lot harder to find sh- shooters. And the way this league is going with centers too, mm-hmm. you know, he's you know, he's kind of old school center a little bit compared to the ones that are out shooting threes and shoot three. I mean, he does shoot threes, but not, you know what I mean, not consistently. Yeah, I remember a couple of years ago, I wanted Embiid here, like back when like he wasn't really doing much and. They were talking yeah, about trading him. Yeah, I think it was when he was injured. One of the times they were thinking about trading him or something. Yeah. Take a flyer on him. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. But in the right system, he better be pretty good. You're oh, yeah. Gonna, you know, you're just going to get more players around him so he doesn't wear himself out. And he needs to get better conditions. Like, like you said, by the second quarter, he's done. It's like. Yeah. He'd be going on a team like not this that like this would happen, but he'd be going on a team like Houston. Mm. Got all those shooters around you, you know. Yeah, Lakers too would be kind of dangerous. I think if they get rid of Davis. <laughs> not, not if you, uh, <laughs> not if you go by their game one. <laughs> Freaking, what was it? Uh, KCP scored one point. Mm. And Danny Green, he couldn't hit a three for his freaking life, man. <laughs> and I think Caruso had like four points or something. I don't know. It was ridiculous. I mean, he went off. I can't remember what his numbers were, but he went off. But he doesn't have the help around him enough, which is crazy because he's got AD. But AD yeah. likes to sometimes think he's a shooter and go up more. He needs to work on the inside all the time. Yeah. When's their next game tonight? Yeah. Yeah, about an hour. Mm. Draft is draft lotteries on in about twenty minutes, so <laughs> we might before if we talk long enough, we might know if we have that Memphis pick or not. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, what? I mean that that game. I was so happy, you know, because I was worried. You know, I'm not gonna lie. I was definitely worried without Gordon Hayward that you know these other young guys would have to step up. What I think is helping them is that there are no fans, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, that's These, a good The point. younger players. Yeah. The younger players. I think it helps them. I mean, but just to go off topic one, just a bit, because it just popped in my mind. Could I love the way this league is going. Look at the young players we have. If you just look at, just in the bubble, you know, with Devin Booker, Damian Lillard, Tatum, uh, Luca, all these young players that are going to be great, like, I'm excited for the future, you know what I mean, for the coming years. For but you know, you get take. I mean, it's just so many good young players. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Lillard, he's not that old, right? No, yeah. he's and he who he's, he's not shoot. another planet. Jesus. I hope he keeps stays that way. <laughs> he steps past half. Carmelo court. too. Yeah, 
Yeah, right Carmelo past half court, it's going in. <laughs> yeah, Carme Carmelo had a big three the other night, too. He's been playing real well. Yeah. But as far as, they, you know, the Celtics, like, Tatum's on another level again. Jalen's right there with them. So you got them two. And then you got, you know, Cantor doing his thing the other night. And a big difference know. from game one, him guarding Embiid from, oh, yeah, you know, game one. To both of them. Get him out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we didn't see as much Tice. We saw, like you said, a, a lot of Cantor. Yeah. You know, and, and that's what, that's why, like I told you, I love our matchups, like between Twice, Tice, Cantor, and Rob Williams. You know what I mean? They all bring something different. So you could, you know what I mean? Rob Williams did all right in game number one when they threw him out there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Jason Tatum. Yeah, like I said, he had eight threes and he tied tied for second in Celtics with um with Ray Allen twice and Paul Pierce. He's only one behind. Yeah, he's only one behind the record, which was Ray Allen in uh, Chicago. When he, in game six in Chicago. I mean, <laughs> you're with Ray Allen and Paul Pierce, you know, especially those are two big people he looks up to. Yeah. You know, to be in that company. And he's so young. I mean, it's just, I, it's amazing what he's doing and he's so young. Yeah. And I don't think his confidence could be any higher. <laughs> it's just right. ridiculous. And, like off balance yeah. shots. Anyone else, you're like, no, don't, yes, you know. That le that leaning forward three when he was going. <laughs> yeah, like, how do you do that? Like, how do you practice something like that? Yeah. You know, and, like, get good at it. That's just incredible. Probably shooting around with Marcus Smart, laying on the floor, taking his shots. Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> you know, and Kemba looked decent. And I just love how he talks, you know, after the game. He's always – Pumping up the tires of, you know, Jalen and, you know, Jason. And even if something yeah. doesn't go right, he, like, blames himself. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's that's how he is. Like, that's – you know what I mean? That's what kind of teammate he is. And it's, it's amazing to see the team's, like, transformation from last year to this year. I and mean, he's got a lot to do with it. And I don't mean specifically mm -hmm. on the court. You know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're all making, like, mid-range shots. Look out. So that's, yeah, like, well, the, Jaylen, the toughest shot to hit, and it's the toughest one, really, to defend. Right. Jalen's been doing a lot, uh, quite a few of those. And, he, I mean, he's on fire on, th on threes. He's been – I mean, he had a kind of rough night a little bit last night, but he's hit some clutch threes, and, I don't know, he's just getting a lot better. Oh, yeah, and that 360 dunk he had was pretty nuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the one where Kara Lawson tweeted about. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Tatum uh, became the youngest player to have eight three-pointers in a playoff game. <laughs> yeah, and, like, as far as, like, that's all the positives. And, and one negative, they got to get rid of the slow starts because that's – you know, that might, obviously they're going to make it past Philly. But, like, a team like Toronto, like, you start, like, ass like that consistently, you're going to be in, like, huge holes every night. Yeah. Especially, like you said, Toronto, because they're a very good defensive team. You you know, if you go on a cold streak, they'll stop you, and you're not going to be able to catch up. 
Yeah, they're you know they're good defensively and they're pretty fast starters usually I think too. So that's not a good recipe. So they better figure that out. Um, that's one thing I'm going to be looking for the next game is if they start better. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. And so, like, say the starters aren't doing shit early, yank them. Go to yeah. that other lineup earlier. What the hell? Like, I know it's college, but one of the championship games for Duke, like, the starters at the beginning of the game were playing like complete ass, so he pulled the whole five and brought in the bench. <laughs> Woke him up. He's like, I'm not putting up with that. I know it's, you know, college pro, but same idea. Like, sometimes you got to wake him up. Yeah. You know, like keep yeah. Tatum in there with, like, you know, Smart and uh, some other guys and see what happens. I've noticed, I think, I'm pretty sure that I've noticed recently that you either have Tatum or Jalen on the floor at all times. Yeah. Between the two, you, you know, which is good. Or even maybe throwing Kemba, too. Um, I'd like to see Kemba get going a little bit more, but. I mean, Jason Tatum on a roll. I mean, he's averaging uh, 32.5 points a game on 53.7% shooting. Mm. That's And nine rebounds, too. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's just ridiculous. Ridiculous, man. I, I'm, I'm glad we can see him, you know, change before our eyes and turn into a superstar. Absolutely. Like, he's definitely getting a max in the offseason. <laughs> well, there was no question before. It was no, no question even before, but now it's yeah. like for real, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he deserves it, just like Jalen deserved it. You know, Tatum deserves it. So, yeah. Yeah. And Hayward, see if he comes back there. Did you hear they're doing something like experimental accelerated treatment on his ankle? I didn't hear about uh, yeah. the experimental. I heard that they were aggressively treating it. That's yeah. yeah. I think Brad so I, said I, something about experimental or something too, but maybe, <laughs> maybe not. But yeah, I just found that curious. And Robert Hayward, I guess somebody on a podcast asked <laughs> Danny about if she, she was going to get induced, and Danny said, "Yeah, we've talked about it or something." And she went off about it on Twitter. Like, no, nobody asked me that. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. Remember we talked about that? <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 You know? Yeah. And, I, you know, I'm so high on Romeo. I really think he's going to be a great player. He had the best defensive rating last night of any player in double-digit minutes. Wow. As a rookie. You know, add up the games he's probably played in the, in the NBA under 20, I would guarantee you. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's he yeah, doesn't need to score. Not. Yeah, he doesn't need to score. His defense alone, you know, will do it. And I like it. He's he's going to the rim. He's missing some of those shots. But that Tatum used to miss those last year all the time, too. So you can definitely work. You know, you can definitely work on that. I mean, Romeo would be good to, to go with Jalen. And so Jalen can, you know what I mean? Because he goes in more like that. Yeah. Um, for dunks. Yep. You know. Absolutely. So do you want to hear two funny stats I wrote down? I just they're they're silly, but it's just to get a kick out of it, all right? Mm -hmm. Sure. Ta Taco Fall has more playoff points than Devin Booker, Buddy Heald, Brandon Ingram, 
Julius Randle and Zach Levine combined. Mm. <laughs> I know it's you know they their teams aren't making the playoffs, but uh, that's I was just like that's cr- I mean he only has what three points, but yeah, I mean yeah. <laughs> Taco he's a legend. We need a statue built already. <laughs> yeah, going down in folklore history. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other one for our team, right? We have Jason, Jalen, Kemba. Gordon, Daniel, Marcus, Enos, Romeo, Brad, Grant, Semi, and Javante all have more three-point um, shots than Ben Simmons. Dang. Our whole team. Holy Our God. whole team. That's, you know what I mean? Besides Tremont Edwards and Taco Fall and Poirier. Those are the only three that aren't on there. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, no. And they're silly. You know, Ben Simmons, he's not a shooter, but. <laughs> They're paying him all that money. He needs to develop a shot. Yeah, that's still a mystery how he can't really get one. And they hype him up like he's a superstar, which is annoying. Yeah, he wasn't bad at LSU. His shooting wasn't that bad at LSU, but uh, yeah. since he's coming to the NBA, he's he's afraid of it. Just like I've been noticing, Daniel Tice has recently been like reluctant to shoot that open three. And we don't. We need him to shoot those and make those, you know. Right. But I mean, I can't complain. We just beat him by what twenty points or so. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> now it's you know, beat him in four. Don't screw around. Beat him in yeah. four. Get a little rest. You know, and prepare probably for Toronto. They're up 2-0 in their series. Brooklyn played them tough the last game. Yeah, Brooklyn's been – they've been playing real good together. Um, yeah. Karis LeVert. Karis LeVert has become in, playing into a real good good player. Mm-hmm. I'll Absolutely. tell you, Brooklyn, I hate to say it, but Brooklyn will be good next year if if they stay healthy. You know, you got Kyrie and, and then Durant. And then Karis, like I said, Karis LeVert came out this year. He's going to be good. You still look at all the players that didn't go with them, like Spencer Dinwiddie, DeAndre Jordan. You know what I mean? All these guys that didn't go to the bubble. Their team is is stacked. I mean, the players that didn't go, you could have made a, a playoff team out of those, you know? They're right. going to be good oh, if God, yeah. yeah. You know, but. So, yeah, I wrote down two funny tweets. I just wanted, because I, I was just laughing. I was smiling. I was so happy just looking at, you know, the Sixers, you know, <laughs> trending and stuff. And <laughs> so I got two tweets that I thought were funny. Uh, one person said, if the Sixers don't fire Brett Brown, I may have to become a Wizards fan. Hashtag wow. new process. <laughs> 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 and then the other one said, schedule all the Sixers games during my shifts because I don't want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. It is funny. You know, um, Embiid, I mean, he just, you saw those pictures going around. He looked defeated. Yeah. Yeah, he certainly does. It's like he can't do anything. Like, he hates his coach. You can tell. Like, he's absolutely ready for that coach to move on. Like, I don't know who they bring in, but they got to do something. Yeah, and then Al Horford, um, Embiid, and Ben Simmons all year long have had kind of rifts. It's how the whole season has kind of gone for them. I mean, for me, they need – like, Embiid's getting his points. He is. Yeah, he's tiring out, but he's still putting up 25, 30 points. 
So it's not necessarily him on the team. So you can't, you know what I mean? You can't direct it on him. I go to Al Horford. He's getting more minutes. He was, look at him. He was the playmaker for us last year. I mean, and he's, he's not doing anything. I just, he's disappeared in there. And I don't know, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if they just aren't playing a kind of game that suits his style of play or I don't know. <laughs> it just surprised me. Think with him getting more minutes with Simmons out. But that's even been cut short because they've actually been playing uh, Fiebel more than him. So. Yeah, I think Al's banged up. He's had kind of knee issues all year. He is old, getting older. I mean, what is he, 32-something, 33, I would imagine? Yeah, I'm still so glad they didn't give him that long contract. I know. Yeah, I know, because we could have been over for Yeah, I mean, it was time to let him go. Yeah, we got his best years out of him. Well, I mean, his last year in Atlanta was his really best year. but um, Yeah, yep. But can't wait I mean, for I wonder, game three. Oh, ooh, tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. I'm excited. <laughs> Very. I do. I yell. Like, <clears throat> my kids laugh at me because I always, like, get out of my seat and yell or I'm swearing <laughs> at the TV. And uh, the other day, yesterday during the game, I did it and I can hear my daughter and she's going, She's listening to the game again. She's <laughs> like, <laughs> behind me like, yeah. But she knows. That. I ask her who her favorite player is, and she knows who it is. It's Jalen Brown. She knows. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's cool, you know. Um, did you see Tatum shorts yesterday with Larry, with not Larry Bird, with Big Bird on him? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah he, it was he's pretty, pretty funny. Yeah. He's got well, a funny I guess side to him. Special Laker, I mean Lakers. Sorry, Larry Bird thing. But it's kind of cute for Deuce too. Oh God, yeah, yep. You know, I mean, you hear him before the games, Tatum. You know, talking about Miss. I can't imagine. You know, we are not in that bubble, so we just you know take for granted not being away from our families like they are. You know, it must be hard for them. Oh God, yeah. I mean, at least the NBA, they have some stuff that they can do. Like activities and stuff. Oh yeah, and they have, and they have people coming in after this first round. So yeah, yeah. So that will help, but I mean, it does. But yeah, like you said, they get so many activities, and their days are actually so scheduled, like between testing, and then practice, and then you know when they eat, when they train. It's all you know. They really don't have a lot of time. They say, so that's probably a good thing. Oh, I mean, I can, yeah. I can imagine Jalen's not doing any of those activities and just watching video or doing, you know what I mean? He's so, to me, he seems so focused this year, like just going to get it. You know what I mean? Just, I'm going to go and get it myself. Right. Who do you think has grown more from last year to this year, Tatum or Brown? Oh, Tatum. It's close, but I think it's Tatum. Yeah, I do too. Only reason I say that is because Jalen actually was more consistent than he was last year. Mm-hmm. So, yep. I mean, you know, he he took the bigger jump. And his defense, we haven't talked about this our last podcast, and we're almost done this one, and we haven't mentioned Jason Tatum's defense. He's been unbelievable at defense. He's moving his feet great. Um, you know, he, he's just been – he's come a long way with his defense. 
and he's going to be a great defender because of his length. Oh, it's a it's definitely a learned skill. Being good at defense for some, I mean, some are just natural at it. But you know, you can you can tell, like you said, he's worked his ass off to get better defensively. Because I mean, he was pretty bad last year. They'll admit. Hey, I bet you he was working on his defense this this break because he didn't have a hoop, so he was yeah. working on his defense. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Get rid of the hoop. He doesn't need it. <laughs> and usually he's in his what third year. Usually, like when you break out at the year, like I mean, they break out earlier, but your fourth, your fifth, your sixth year, those are your yeah. prime years. So we're not even seeing what he's capable of yet, and that's crazy. Because what he's doing is crazy already. Yeah, that's scary. It really is. It's good scary. Yeah, I and mean, I mean... What is he going to do, average 40? <laughs> right, probably. Cross your fingers on this. I hope I don't. the sneak curse doesn't come here. But uh, hopefully he's not really been ever injured. He's, very, he's been very healthy uh, throughout his career. Even at Duke, he wasn't injured very much. So, which is a good thing, you know. Um, you need that because I don't know, <laughs> but he's amazing. He really, he, he's better. I knew he was going to be good. Honestly, like I wanted them to pick him like the two years in a row. I got it right. I wanted Jalen Brown and I wanted Tatum. And the reason I wanted Tatum was because when I watched the, the match, uh, March madness tournament with him, he went off. He just, I just liked how he played through that whole tournament. And that's why, I wanted him, and now, you know, I should be a scout because I got a good eye here. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, what do you think tomorrow's going to bring for the game? Another blowout. I think Philly's done. Embiid's, like we talked about, he's pretty much over it. He knows they're not going to win. Like, I, if the Celtics can jump out on him early, it's going to be another easy game. Yeah, and I think too he like you said he doesn't like Brett Brown. He knows he's not going to win this series. So why is he going to win any games, you know, to keep give hope for that coach? You want to get blown out, right? So that your coach gets fired. I think he's like kind of, you know what I mean, will check out. He's checked out because of there. Oh, he can't absolutely. carry the team, you know, and I'm sure there's fighting in that locker room. I almost guarantee that there's fighting in that locker room going on because they they just don't seem like I don't like they all year they've been weird all year they've only lost two games at home they play great at home all year anywhere else they're horrible yeah I mean it's crazy I mean now obviously the bubble like nobody's really home or away so kind of well except for Orlando (laughs) right (laughs) you kind of show your true colors playing at a neutral yeah well and the other thing too is playing in something like that you it's gonna favor the shooters and that's what philly doesn't have you know it's Mm -hmm. not this the bubble isn't gonna be uh, a big man's game you know it's gonna be the shooters it's gonna be you know Harden, and you know all it's gonna be three-point shooting whoever can you know if you start jacking up threes and you're you're two for you know two for 12 or something you're probably gonna lose you know that game no matter where it is in that game but if you're hitting 15 you know if you're hit like we did eight threes in 16 minutes 
you have a good chance, you know, of winning that game. Because you don't want to go on those stretches where you don't hit anything, and then the other teams are just on fast breaks and getting easy points on you. Because that's right. what will happen. Yeah. So that's why I don't like Mike Marcus Smart shooting so many threes, man. I like when he drives to the hoop. I wish he would just drive to the hoop because he either gets the basket, he either creates contact and goes to the free throw line, or he makes the right pass. Absolutely. Yep. You know, it's all about making the right decision. Right. And I mean, I know he's going, and that's going in for Gordon Hayward. That's what Gordon Hayward did. You know what I mean? He would go into the paint. He would make, make those passes. It was better when he was aggressive and that's what Marcus Smart needs to do. But, you know, I think we talked about this last time. I mean, how much can Marcus, you know, do the whole defensive end part and then the offensive side, especially now where he's the starter and getting more minutes because Hayward's out. Yeah. See what I mean, happens. I particularly, I particularly don't think he's had a good series. Smart. And, no. But that's, uh-uh. that's scary, though. You know what I mean? If we're blowing Philly out by 20 and Smart's not – doing his thing that can get even sc- I'm I'm excited because in this bubble honestly anything can happen you know what I mean it's like almost like the call if you go on a run you win Houston looks like a really scary out right now um you know I just think anybody literally can win win this tournament uh win this tournament it seems like a tournament mm-hmm. win this championship you know um just I don't, I don't know the guys are balling I didn't think they would play like this uh, this hard. I was wondering how I would feel about like playoff atmosphere and stuff, but they've done a great job. They've done a great job there setting everything up and, and the players are playing, you know, I, I don't have any, like, I didn't think it was going to be like that. You know, I thought a lot of them would check out like Brooklyn and the, the Orlando's and, you know, even the Suns when they came back in and they won eight straight games, you know, um, it just, it so far it's been a, it's been great since they had the had the bubble. So Yeah, look out for Houston. They're playing defense. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and they were with without Russell Westbrook too. So they're two and oh up on the it's crazy and they're good. But I don't know. Mike Danny and Tony's their coach. He always ends up screwing it up. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. They're pretty damn good. I tell you though, the West, honestly, the West is kind of wide open. The Lakers looked horrible. The Clippers didn't look good. Um, Utah and Denver is a great series. I've watched both those games, and that's a great series right now. Right now. Uh, I think the first game they they went to overtime, and Denver won. But uh, Donovan Mitchell put up fifty-seven points, and it was him and Murray were just going bucket to bucket for but you know what I mean? It was. It was just back and forth. It was, it was, they were putting on a show. And then yesterday, uh, Utah blew them out after losing that first game. But it's just, like I said, that's why I'm finding it fun to watch these young players that we have and that are up and coming. And, you know, we're more moving to more our shooters game. So you've seen all these, you know, fancy plays and shooters. And, you know, it's definitely not the 80s, you know, <laughs> kind of basketball, you know, but. Hey, we got to grow with the time, right? Oh, God, yeah. Yep. <laughs> like I said, so, yeah. I can't, can't wait for tomorrow. It's going to be fun. Yeah, absolutely. What's your prediction? Give me a prediction. 
Score? Yeah, just for fun. Just for fun. Oh, I suck it. <laughs> Predictions. I'll say they win by 17. By 17? Yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to say 11, but I think they'll be, like, up quite a bit more, and then they'll come, like, at the end, you know. But they're not going to be close. I don't think the game will. I mean, the first quarter, obviously, will probably be pretty close, but I hope not. I hope they start off 20 to 3. And then it's going to probably be, a, like, a 40 40 point blowout at that point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They'll just crawl back at the yeah, end. Because they were down. Matter. They were down by what? 14. I think in the first quarter the most was 14. And mm-hmm. then they were up like 20 something. So it was like almost a 40 point swing. Right. I mean, Jesus, that's crazy. So, Hey, hopefully they can keep playing like this. Um, you know, obviously they're not probably not going to play like every single game, and people probably will bitch if they don't play like exactly like that yesterday. But yeah, we need just them to contribute. You know what I mean? If they can just stay on the plus side in the score, if they're plus, then we're going to be good. You know, that's all we need. So. Yep. Sounds good. Do you get anything else? No, I'm good. Uh, do you want to tell everybody where they can find you? Yeah, so check out the website, diehardbostonsportsfans.com. We're posting all Boston sports stuff there, and we're going to post articles about, you know, the podcast and stuff there as well. So go check it out. Also, Facebook, Diehard Boston Sports Fans, Boston Sports Blitz as well. Twitter, my personals, we play for titles. You got Diehard Boss Fans and Boston Sports BLZ. Jeez, I didn't know you were so famous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Jessica Snee or the podcast at Shooting Jays. So we will see you next time. See ya. <laughs>